Assalamu alaikum family. It's your brother Ben X, and this is the Brother Ben X podcast. And today I want to delve into mental health a little bit because I understand that many of us have been dealing with trauma. Many of us have been dealing with depression, whether it be from you being fired from your job, whether it be from you being laid off from the job, whether if it be you being quarantined during this time and you're not able to make certain moves that you was able to make before the quarantine, whether it be because as a community, we often circulate negative news, but the same energy that we put into negative news and negativity and drama, we don't put that same into positivity. And one thing that we have to realize is, is that mental stress is a danger to the body as well. Mental trauma is a danger to the body as well. And it can actually lead some people to physical death. So as we talk about the physical, as we speak about the physical, let's not leave out the mental, the emotional uh, emotional or, or the spiritual or the mental All three of those put together Let's not ignore the emotional side The spiritual side And the mental side Because it is the mental side That leads to the physical action That we have Some of us if we don't realize it Can cause ourselves to become sick Based on how we think That's what the whole placebo effect was about Where they would give you a pill just a little sugar pill and because you believe that it had power to heal your sickness you was able to be cured but you didn't understand that wasn't the real medicine because all that medicine is doing is activating what's already inside of you mentally so if we talk about the physical this and the physical that but we ignore but we ignore the mental, we still are in trouble. We still in trouble. Like, for example, you may be someone who's on your health. I'm finna start eating better. I'm not. I'm no longer eating McDonald's or I'm no longer eating uh, 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 Wendy's or Long John Silver. And all these are great things that you can do for the, for the physical body. But what food, what poisonous food are you putting into your spiritual self? Mentally, what are you digesting? So the same way that when you eat food that does not nourish your body, the same way when you eat food that is poisoning the body and it causes the body to have side effects. It causes the body to have symptoms to where you got you got heart disease. Your back is hurting. See? Neck hurting. Your head you're getting headaches. These are all symptoms and effects of a cause that you chose to participate in. So you eating this food every day and we calling this soul food, but it's not feeding the soul. It's leading us closer to death. So we got the mask on during the quarantine. They say, I don't want the virus. But then we missed out that when we closed our, when we, when we, when we covered our mouths, in our nose, 
so that we won't get the virus, we were still at home in the room, in the kitchen, cooking up virus, putting virus inside of our own bodies. Because the food that we eat, the things that we drink, especially if we don't fast, actually is what makes us sick. So I want us to think not only physical, though, I want us to think about what thoughts is going into my mind. Why am I only having negative thoughts? Why every time I interact on somebody's page is something negative? Why am I always so condescending? Why am I always, you understand me, angered? What is this? What has went into the mind that has tampered your mind? Now these are the symptoms that you have. Why am I so stuck mentally? And see, you will find out that because you're stuck mentally, you're stuck physically in your life. Because the body is a slave to the mind. The body is a slave to the mind. If we cannot clear our mind, they even say you can tell how somebody think by how their room is organized, how the car is organized. See, if I'm scattered here, I'm going to be scattered here. And many of us is trying to build buildings. I want to build this here. I think we need to build this here. And I think we need to have this here. And all those things are good. But if we don't have this thing right here built up, if we're not stable right here. See, this here is the foundation. This here, this here that I'm pointing to, this here is the root I'm pointing to the mind. So we can talk about building a hospital. But let me tell you something. Before they build that hospital, they got to draw out the blueprint. And before they physically draw out the blueprint, he had to see it, visualize it with his third eye, with the mind. So everything comes all the way back to the mind. So if we don't take care of our mind, family, during this time, we may find ourselves coming out of this quarantine, coming out of these situations, coming out of this global pandemic, either the same or worse than we was in the first place. So I'm doing this because I know everybody's not talking about this. Everybody wants to talk about what everybody else not doing. What you doing, brother? I don't see this brother here. Or I don't see this sister here. Or I don't see this group here. See, you're looking for everybody else. You're looking for everything else but yourself. You don't even know yourself. You don't know what makes you happy. You don't know what makes you angry. You don't know what your life purpose is. You don't know what your gift, skills, and talents is, but you're looking and you're worrying about everybody else. And you're wondering why when I come back home, I'm still depressed. You wonder why when I come back home, I'm still angry. I'm still sad. What is it, man? Because we're not connecting here. We're not connecting with the God within. We're not meditating. We ain't praying. We ain't sitting taking 20 hours, 20 minutes out of my day, 30 minutes out of my day to say, what's up, brother Ben? What's up? What's on your mind, son? What you going through? What you need to think about? Some of us don't have that time. 
because we're so busy giving everybody else our time. I'm so, I'm so busy on the job. Then when I get off the job, I got to do this here. Then when I come offline, I'm talking about everybody else. I'm worrying about who got a divorce. I'm worrying about who fighting. I'm worrying about who got killed. I'm worried about who this doesn't happen to. I'm worried about this. See, I'm worried about everything else. And I have no time for myself. So I'm draining. I'm draining myself. And what happens, family, is that I didn't gave my energy to so many other topics. I didn't gave my energy to so many other people, so many other things that has nothing to do with me. That when it's time for me to talk about me and do for me and grow me, I'm tired. I, 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 don't, I don't have time to do this for myself. I've been doing too much for everybody else. And we got to fix that. Don't let nobody tell you that your mental health is not important. Your spiritual health is not important. Everybody wants to talk about doing this and building this. and da, da, da. How am I going to build that if I can't build me? How are we going to sustain that if we can't sustain ourselves? We talk about others killing us, and that is a great point. We cannot ignore that. But we also can't ignore that we're killing ourselves mentally and spiritually. So I'm not talking about the black on black crime. I'm not, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is mentally, am I destroying myself mentally? When I get up in the morning, what am I telling myself? See, I said one time, family, I said, listen, bro. How can we give a kind word or an encouraging word to somebody else if I can't even give an encouraging word to myself? I get up in the morning. When I look at myself, I don't even like the way I look. I don't even love that I'm black because I have no knowledge of self. See, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said this. He said, listen, the knowledge of self produces love for self. And the love for self produces respect for self. We have no time to learn our true history. We have no time to learn about our great leaders from the past, our great brothers and sisters from the past, because when you see them do something great, you realize that if he could do it and he came from the same condition as me, man, I got the same capability and possibility of doing it as well. But when I'm learning about everybody else's culture, everybody else's greatness, I say, man, I, can I do that? And the thought comes up to our mind. No, you can't do that, brother. You have no Ph.D. You have no high school degree. You ain't got no master's degree. Well, a lot of these people got master's degrees, but they ain't masters of nothing. I don't care where you came from. It don't matter if you dropped out of college, dropped out of high school. The moment we decide with the mind that you want to be greater than what you are today, we could do it. But we're going to have to make our mind up. And it cannot be in a, a rash, emotional decision. It can't be, well, let me do this because I'm seeing everybody on Twitter doing it. Mm -mm, it, can't, it that ain't going to last that long. It can't be, let me do it because, because I seen a video and it got me hyped up. No, it got to be a decision right here that I'm committed to doing it. Cause, and, and, and I want you to change your language. Stop saying what you want. Everybody want the best. I want, a, I want a new car. Good for you. I want a new house. Good for you. I want a better such and so. Good for you. Guess what? But what are you committed to doing? What are we committed to getting? Am I committed 
to having a better health. I want to lose weight. That's fine. Great. I'm glad you said that. But are you committed to losing weight? Are you committed to gaining muscle? Are you committed to gaining knowledge? See, once we make up our mind that I'm committed to doing it, oh, man, we, you, you on your way. You're on your way. You're on your way. So it cannot be outside motivation. Because when there's outside motivation, for example, when you're only doing it because you feel like if I'm not a part of the movement, somebody going to say something bad about me. See, that's going on these past two weeks. It can't be, well, I'm going to do this here because I'm seeing everybody on Facebook involved, so I might as well get in there too. No, it can't, that can't be the motivation. Mm-mm. It can't be, well, well, in order to keep my husband or in order to keep my wife or in order to make them happy or in order to in order to make my mama happy, in order to make my dad. Happy. No, that cannot be the reason. The reason has to be because I am committed to making this thing happen. I am committed to making this thing work because the moment we are only energized in the moment we're only moved by outside motivation once that motivation goes we done see when i grew up playing basketball they should say listen son if this the only time you practicing you probably ain't gonna be great see if you only going hard doing suicides and i'm not saying committing suicide for those who don't know basketball that's when you're doing your suicides on the court, when you go line by line. But anyways, when you're running, and the only time you're going hard is when you see the coach looking. Oh, you, you see, he's always say, he say, you, you're not hurting me. You're hurting yourself. Ooh, that was a valuable lesson. See, if I'm in the weight room, and I say I want to be better, and I say I want to be the greatest, but I'm only lifting weights hard when the, when the coach, when the trainer is looking at me, I'm not hurting him. I'm hurting me. This has to be a decision that I want to lift weights, that I want to run. And we got to be willing to do it from the inside, not only when somebody's looking, not only when the news is out there, not only when it's viral, not only when it's trending. But mentally, man, I got to say, man, this is what I want to do, and this is what I'm committed to doing. We're going to make this thing happen. All right? So that's just my introduction, but I want to give us five steps to mental health well-being so here it goes i'm reading it says number one is we have to connect it says connect with the people around you your family friends colleagues and neighbors spend time developing these relationships see what we got to understand is when we're developing and we're dialoguing with the right people and we got the right chemistry and we working together their energy feeds you Certain conversations feeds your energy. It raises your vibrations. So whenever you catch people saying, I ain't got no friends and you shouldn't have no friends and nigga, no new friends. Don't listen to that. There's nothing wrong with having friends. Why would they, why would they, why would anybody brag about having no friends at all? That's not intelligence. You want to have friends. You want to have people that you can count on. You want to have people that you can talk to. There's nothing wrong with having friends. So develop those relationships and cultivate them. Number two is be active. He says, you don't have to go to the gym, take a walk. It says, you don't have to go to the gym, take a walk. 
go cycling or play a game of football, play Pokemon Go. Find the activity that you enjoy and make it a part of your life. See, we can't think that we, you know, we, we too righteous and, you know, we too crunk or we too focused to have some fun. Enjoy yourself. Laugh a little bit. Ain't nothing wrong with laughing. Ain't nothing wrong with smiling. Makes your energy better. You know, so find what your release is. Is your release working out? Is it playing basketball? Mine is basketball. I'm, I, I feel like I'm having withdrawals today because I ain't played basketball during the whole quarantine. So I'm, 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 I'm antsy to get back on the court. But what is that thing for you? Is it playing video games? Is it doing push-ups? Is it reading? Is it studying? What is that thing for you? Then it says, keep learning. Learning new skills can give you a sense of achievement and a new confidence. So why not sign up for that cooking course? Start learning, a, learning to play a musical instrument or figure out how to fix your bike. Mm, that's a heavy one right there. Because so many of us feel depressed because you feel like you aren't worthy. You feel like you don't know why you're here. That's because we've been doing the same thing over and over again. We're going through a rat race and we like, man, this is getting boring. Like, what am I doing? But if you can be creative, if you can listen to the God within and exercise that force and power, when you're learning new, new things and you're doing new things, you're getting new achievements. And when you reach milestones, that's what you call positive reinforcement. So when you get that milestone and then you reach this right here and then you reach this and you're always going for a goal and you're always trying to get better and you see yourself getting better, that keeps your energy going. So always remain students. Always remain learners. Always strive to grow and help somebody else and do something else and leave your mark on the earth. So that like the Quran says, speak not. Of those who are slain in the way of Allah, though you think they are dead, they are not dead. You just perceive not. You don't understand. That person is still alive, may not be physically, but because of the good works and the spirit and the time and the words that this person used while their physical body was still around, they are still present among us. But it may be inside of me. Because you did so much for me and you stood on truth. So as long as that truth is present, you are present. Feel me? Next, give to others. Even the smallest act can count. Whether it's a smile, a thank you, a kind word. Larger acts such as volunteering at a local community center can improve your well-being and help you build new social networks. So many people ask me, Brother Ben asks, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made $130,000 in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to 210-504-4094, and we'll give you more information with free game, and we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K. To 210-504-4094 will give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made 130000 in two days. Peace. So don't, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said this one time. Let me, I'm going to uh, 
let me see if I can go pull it up. Let me see if I can go pull it up. Because I want to get the right word, the white, the right words for you all. Let's look at what he said. The minister says, you would never go wrong giving to the people of God. Some of us think that when you hold back or when you give something, you're losing something. Look at what he said. He says, never think that you are losing by giving. Boy, see, because when you're giving and you helping somebody else, that does something for you. I can't exp- I, I, I can't give you the signs behind it yet, family. But I'm telling you, man, when you truly find your purpose and your gift and that purpose and gift is helping people by the thousands, it make you feel so good. You think getting a new car make you feel good, and it does. It feels it feel like you accomplished something. But when you are in the act of giving to other people and serving other people, and what you are doing is actually enhancing the life of another human being, there is no feeling like that. That's a good feeling, man. It does something to your soul. Like, ooh, ain't that feel good? You know what I'm saying? So he says, you will never go wrong giving. To the people of God. And then lastly, it says, take notice. I think this is a real good one right here. Let let me explain what they mean by that. They said the last one is take notice. It says, be more aware of the present moment, including your feelings and thoughts, your body and the world around you. Some people call this awareness mindfulness. And it can positively change the way you feel about life and how you approach challenges. So we got to be present in the moment. I was reading a book one time called uh, Thoughts or Things. And it says that in the book Thoughts or Things, that when you are focused, when you are focused on something else in the present moment, you become agitated. You, 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 you know, you're a little antsy, meaning that I'm doing this but my mind is somewhere else. So while I'm doing this, I'm not even able to do this with the proper spirit or with the proper potential because I'm ready to get on to the next step. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. We can only do one thing at a time. If we can train ourselves to be present in the present time and give our all to this, not only can we be more effective, not only can we be more effective where we are, more productive in what we're doing, but we can limit some of the stress of trying to hurry up and move on to the next thing. I'm trying to hurry up and get here. So you're not giving your all here. So when somebody, hey, you ever, you ever been doing something and somebody asks you a question and you get mad, like, man, what you want? Because you was really here. You wasn't trying to hear what they saying. They, that's almost like a distraction. They didn't even have to call your name loud, but you got kind of mad as if they yelled at you, but they didn't. But it's because you were so irritated because I'm focused on this right here, but you trying to bring me over here. So if we can be present in every single moment, what you need, not what you need, but I'm really still right here. What what you need? No, what you need. And then boom, I got to work on that myself. I ain't going to lie to you. I got to work on that myself. Being present in every single situation. Stop trying to multitask. Stop trying to have all kind of different things going on at one time. No, one thing at a time. That causes us to uh, limit the, and, and the the anxiety that we have. I found for myself, when I make a note, write this down. I need to do this. 
I need to do this. That limits the anxiety because I'm focused on one thing at a time. But when you got so many things at one time that you got to do, that's what we call over analysis paralysis. When you have so many things that you got to do that you get nothing done. Because when you think about it, you're like, man, I got so much I got to do, man. I, which one I'm going to do first? Then you're like, oh, man, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Then tomorrow come, man, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Then tomorrow come, man, I'm going to do it tomorrow. But if we focus on that one thing at a time, that book you've been writing for years, if you said today, I'm going to write five sentences today. Tomorrow, five more sentences. Tomorrow, five more. By the time we 200 days out, 60 days out, you done got a whole bunch more accomplished versus you trying to finish the whole book in the weekend and you overwhelm. Bro, we just do a little bit at a time. A little piece here, a little piece here. And then we put that thing together, man, and we got us a full book. We got us a full pie. We got us a full cake. We got us a full project that we have been able to produce because we focus on one thing at a time. So I hope I said something during this short podcast. It's not going to be a long podcast, but I just want to come on, man, and just remind us, man, to let's get our health together. Let's get our mind together. There's so much going on that we can be worried about, crying about. And I'm not saying don't worry about it. I'm not saying don't cry about it. But what I am saying is, don't ignore you. See, because what can happen is they can take one of us out. And in taking one of us out, they take 100,000 out. What you mean by that, Brother Ben? Well, if I lose myself because you took one of our brothers or you took one of our sisters, you killing a you killing 100,000 birds with one stone. But if I see it, I acknowledge it. I look at it. I feel it. I, I, I empathize with it. But then I take that energy and I say, you know what? This is going to make me go hard on myself. This is going to make me do a lot better on myself. I'm going to make you regret what you did because, see, you don't realize you woke up to God within me. Uh-oh. I'm going to be more productive. I'm going to be more at peace. No, I'm not going to be acting crazy. I'm not finna be getting depressed for a long period of time. Mm -mm. I'm finna dig deeper into self-improvement. I'm finna dig deeper into my relationship with God. I'm finna dig deeper into my relationship with self because I got things to accomplish and you trying to stop me from doing it. But if when you do something to us, you throw me out of whack and I get off my course, you winning. They winning. That's why I always say self-improvement, man, is the basis for community development. I got that from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. We want to blame everybody else. We want to touch on everybody else. Listen, man, self-improvement is the basis for community development. If all of us took that in and say, you know what, you're right. For the next month, I'm going to work on me. Because, see, once we finally come into the unity you don't want to ball your fists up and fight with five broken fingers. See, they say that when you, if you like this is stronger, if you like this is weaker. But let me tell you something. If I ball my fists up, but my wrist broke, my hand broke, my knuckle broke, my fingers broke. What good is a fist, man? I can't, I can't get busy. You know what I mean? I can't, you know, I, mean? I can't get busy with that. You know, I might, you know, get a little jab in there. 
But at the same time, when I'm hitting you, when I'm doing my thing, my hands is going to be hurting. I can only throw I can't even hit you with the with the right power that I need because my hand is broke. But if this finger was strong and this finger was strong and my wrist was strong and my hand was strong, when I hit you, ooh, you better you better not let me get you. Cuz if I get you, it's going to be nice, it's going to be lights out. So as if we can focus on self-improvement right now, if we can focus on, man, let me get my money together. Let me get my mindset together. Let me get my emotions together. So when somebody brings us a plan that we've been asking for, like we ain't got one, but we got plenty. But anyway, that's a whole nother podcast. But when we come together and decide that we're going to run with the plan, if they say, hey, I need us to put up a thousand each. Do I got it? Hey. I need us to put up 2,000 each, 400 each. Everybody, I got this great plan. It's going to work out. Put up. And you like, man, I ain't, I ain't really been preparing. See? See? You weren't ready. You wasn't ready. When somebody say, hey, man, we need this many people to do such and such and so and so, but you ain't been developing no skills. You ain't developed no talents. You ain't developed no knowledge yourself. You, 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 you got no understanding. So now when somebody say we need this, you can't even help out. So it's easy to talk about unity. But if you look at the word unity, uni, one, one. So before I collaborate with you, let me get me together. So when I collaborate, collaborate, meaning collaboration, meaning I'm bringing something to the table. I got something to bring to the table. But if I'm poor, and when I say poor, I'm not talking about money. But if I'm poor, broke, mentally down, I'm just, ah, I'm just dead. When I come together with you, I, I mean, I'm just dead energy, dead weight. I want to make sure that I'm good, the family good, I'm good. I'm, I'm getting in a good state so that when we come together with everybody else, man, we come together strong, man, strong. And this thing may not happen tomorrow. May not happen next week, may not even happen months from now, but the goal is that unified effort and we cannot cheat the process. See, a lot of us want to cheat the process. We want to cheat doing for self. We want to cheat dealing with self. We want to cheat fixing self. No, ain't no skipping over that. You're going to have to deal with that trauma that you got. I'm going to have to deal with my trauma that I got. I ain't no skipping it. Or if I continue to ignore it, it's going to come out in the future. The reason you can't get along with the sister, the reason I can't get along with the brother, the reason we can't collaborate is because mentally I'm still dealing with trauma. So I'm bringing that trauma into this right here, but I just don't realize it because I thought that I could just skip all over all that and come here and be good. No, sir, that ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. You got to deal with that, 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 that stuff that just been weighing on your shoulders that you've been putting to the back of your mind. You got to bring it to the forefront. Look at it and say, you know what? Today, man, I'm finna, I'm finna attack you. I may not beat you today, but I'm finna deal with this piece right here. I'm finna deal with, I'm finna deal with this one right here. Cause this one here been weighing on me, man. It's been messing with my spirit. It's been messing with my energy. Let me go on and deal with it. Because if I don't deal with it, it's going to come out when we get to building. It's going to come out when we get to uniting. It's going to come out. Y'all feel what I'm saying? So, 
man, I hope I said something inspiring, man. And I hope I said something that was valuable, that can make you look within, that can make us stop condemning everybody else and stop without looking within self. I hope this can make us uh, realize, man, that our mental is so important. Our spiritual is so important. Our emotions is so important. Because these are all of the unseen that gives power to that which is seen. Let me break it down to you. I, you see, obviously, there's lights on my face. Y'all see the lights. Y'all can't see the lights, but you see there's light on my face. There's light here. There's a light here. There's a light here. But the light bulb isn't the reason that the light is shining. The reason the light is shining is not because of that which is seen, but because of that which is unseen. The unseen electricity is what gives power to the seen light. Like you see a person that's speaking wisdom. You see a sister, you see a brother who's able to heal and help millions of people. But what you didn't see was the unseen studying that it took. You missed out on the unseen work that it took. You missed out on the unseen training that it took. So there's a lot of unseen things that manifest that which is seen. And what we got to realize is I got to put that unseen work in. In order to be seen properly and productive and effective. Another example, this phone first lived in somebody's mind. This microphone first lived in somebody's mind. This laptop, this computer that you see right here, it first lived in somebody's mind before it was manifested into existence, before this book manifested into existence. It was a thought. It was an idea. It was all here. And then we had to bring it out because it says in scripture that what? The kingdom of heaven is in the sky. Is that what it say? Did it say the kingdom of heaven is way up over the clouds? It said the kingdom of heaven is within you. So everything that we need is within. But we got to be willing to go within to grab it and bring it out and drop it. There it is. As it is in heaven on earth. What is heaven? Up. Yeah, it's up. But does it have to be literally up or up above the condition of a thought of the average man? Up above the condition of civilization, which is ruled by a wicked mindset. See, set yourselves in heaven at once. Don't think that you got to die to experience peace. Don't think that you got to die to experience heaven. They said, low, won't be able to say it's over there. Low, it's over there, over here. No, the kingdom of heaven is within you. So the moment we get our mind and then we look at the hereafter. Well, do you believe in the hereafter? Of course. Can I offer you a different perspective? Here is an adjective describing place. After is an adjective describing time. Well, here after this wicked world has been destroyed in the mind 
And after it's destroyed in the mind, it will cause the human being to move in a different way so that it's not only destroyed mentally, but it's destroyed physically in our everyday lives. So once we accept our own and be ourselves and accept that we are direct descendants and made in the image and likeness of the God, then we can start to work our way into building a system that's not ruled by wickedness, but a world that's ruled by righteousness. But that world starts with self. It sounds, it sounds difficult when we think about, dang, I got to help 40,000, 40 million people. Man, we got it. Man, how are we going to get 40 million? By start with number one. By start with number one. How do you eat a big burger? You know, we still eating that burger. <laughs> you know, we still eating that, you know. So when you got a big burger or you got a big meal, how do you eat it all? Man, you start with the first spoon. You eating. You eating. Then maybe 20 minutes from now, 30 minutes from now, shoot, you done ate your full course meal. Big fields of weights, the wide awake man. We got much work to do. But before I say it's too much, we can't do it. It's not possible. Start with self and then start with somebody else. Start with self. Let me get me. Why? I'm not special. See, once we humble ourselves, that's when I believe we will begin to see how possible it really is. What do you mean by that, Brother Ben? See, when I start to think that I'm the only person that can be saved, I'm losing my mind. Bro, listen, this is how, I, this is how Brother Ben, this is what kind of keeps me going. If I was thinking the thoughts that I thought, if I was doing some of the stuff that I was doing, and I was able to be changed, and I can see a brother who was doing some things, and he was able to be changed, what makes me and him special or better than everybody else inside the world? If I can be helped, then they can be helped. It may take them a little bit more time to be helped. It may take them a little bit more patience and love and example to be helped, but they can be helped. I'm no different than them. I'm a human being like he's a human being. So if I can raise above and, and, and become wiser and, and become knowledgeable and become great and become impactful, listen, God didn't say, I just want Brother Ben to be good. That ain't what he said. He said, ye are all God's children of the most high God. So if we believe that, if we believe we kings and queens, if we believe we came from great history, then look at our brothers and sisters and say, man, you may be in a hell-like condition, but man, I'm finna help you raise from that dead condition. Because if I could be raised, you can be raised. So the moment we raise one up, that should be enough proof to say, ooh, that's all right. We may have missed out on five, but we got that one. That's proof that we can continue to do this. Because then we get another one. Ooh, that gave me a little bit more energy. And we got another one up. Oh, that gave me a little bit more energy. And then guess what? Those ones that we raise up to a better state of living because they came from that dead-like condition, they understand the mindset of those who we couldn't reach. Then they say, listen, bro, I was in the same condition you was in. Sis, I was in the same condition you was in. Come on, man, let me help you raise up. I know you want better on the inside. I know you only like that due, due to circumstances, but by nature, you want freedom, justice, and equality, and peace. Yeah, you do. I know you do deep down inside. And so now we raise up one, two, three. Now they go get them some. Then they, them the ones that they raise up, shoot, they go get them some. Then the ones that they raise up, it's almost like MLM marketing. 
but instead our product is salvation. <laughs> we ain't selling no tea, but we selling to get free. <laughs> we ain't selling you no tea, but we, fr- we, we selling to get free. See, you know how when MLM marketing, when you get two in, then you got to get your two in. You got to get your three in. But what are we getting them in? Get them in into the, the knowledge itself. Bring them into the knowledge itself program. Bring them into the freedom program. Yeah. Bring them into the peace program. Bring them into the ark. <laughs> We're going to bring them into the ark. We're going to bring them in. Sign you up. Then once you sign up now, you got a duty to go get you three more. That's how we do it, man. That's how we do this. So the same way. We are able to take a Facebook video and send it through a chain message on Facebook Messenger. And it, and it reaches millions of people in overnight because everybody's sending it off. What if we all accepted the mission of accepting our own? What if we all accepted the mission of helping somebody out? What would happen in the world? What would happen? The same way we share when we get killed and we get shot. We love to see the trauma. We share that real quick. But what if we shared the solutions and the answers and health and love? What if we shared that? What if we shared that which helped us? When nothing else could help us, that helped me. What if we shared that cure? What if we shared that medicine? What if we shared that treatment? The same way we do everything else. Boy, we'll be on a MLM to heaven. <laughs> hey, we're, we're the, the heaven MLM. The heaven MLM. I need to create something like that, don't. But yeah, man. Um, man, I obviously can keep going. I was supposed to stop this 10 minutes ago, but I just wanted to give y'all that, man. So I hope I said something that was valuable. Please share this with your friends and your family. If you would like to follow me a little bit more, you can follow me on Instagram at Brother Ben X. You can follow my podcast at Brother Ben X Podcast. It's on Apple Music. I'm sorry, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. I'm also on YouTube as well. So uh, if y'all want to tap in with your brother, you can do so. If anybody would like to book me, you can go to bookbrotherbenx at gmail.com. Bookbrotherbenx at gmail.com. I also teach a program, digital real estate, showing people how to make money online. I'm also developing other courses and classes for those who can't afford my program at the moment. And that link is in my Instagram bio, brotherbenx. So with that being said, remember... Today is the first day of the rest of your life, and you can make the rest of your life the best of your life. Choice is yours. Peace.